Good morning. I'm Aya Wimala, and it's October the 8th, and I'm going to take a drink. <clears throat> My voice is a little froggy today. Um, today is Friday. Everyone's probably ready for a weekend. Uh, yesterday we read about the similes of the nutriments, and I do want to talk more about that, uh, but I'm trying to pull some information together so I can talk about it with more, with deeper, with a deeper understanding. But it was a, it was a very, uh, uh, potent reading, but a little bit, I was concerned that it was a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little heavy. So this is day 20, that was day 24 of our readings. And today we're on something much, uh, much more familiar that we know much more about. So day 25. And this is from a pilgrim's companion. We're still on a pilgrimage together, a 35 day pilgrimage in India. Um, in our imaginations, and we're seeing the sacred sites where the Buddha was born, became enlightened, where he taught his first sermon, and uh, where he died and achieved his final enlightenment. So we're on day 25, so we're, we're moving into the, the latter part of his life. So today, let's read this, and then we'll have time to sit together. So you can just sit now, close your eyes, and you can either be imagining being in India and uh, being with a group of people, maybe just sitting and being in a, a location where the Buddha is known to have been, and uh, or just admiring uh, some architecture, of a site or partially, a partially uh, uncovered site uh, that was that we where we know he might have traveled or might have been. And I've never been to India, so it's all in my imagination. But I love these books, and you would have a teacher with you, uh, a guide, and that you might listen to suttas every day and meditate together and be sitting at a famous site and read a sutta that would have uh, taken place right there or uh, connects to a story about that site. So you can close your eyes now and just imagine being there. Day 25, the reading is the advantages of loving-kindness. It's always good. Uh, this is one that we, we, we learned. It was one of the, the, the chanting groups at Blue Lotus for our Visakha uh, Day performances. This is one that Bhante Bhatia taught the group. The Advantages of Loving-Kindness Eleven advantages are to be expected from the liberation of the mind by cultivating loving-kindness. 
by regarding it as a vehicle of expression and as something to be treasured by developing thoughts of loving-kindness, by constantly increasing those thoughts, by living in conformity with them, by putting them into practice, and by firmly establishing them. What are these eleven? The eleven advantages. One sleeps in comfort, awakes in comfort, and sees no evil dreams. One is dear to both human and non-human beings, protected by devas and unharmed by fire, poison, or the sword. One gains concentration of the mind quickly and has a serene countenance. One dies without being confused in mind, and if failing to attain arahantship here and now, will be reborn in the Brahma world. That's from the Anguttara Nikaya 9.16. So, lots of things from practicing loving-kindness and practicing it uh, continuously. And you begin to feel some of these uh, soon after you begin this practice. So it's a valuable practice for our minds, to purify our minds, and that brings a lot of these benefits. There are some very interesting uh, backstories to some of these advantages that uh, are are worth reading about, too. And the reflection today is called The Fool. So again, you can just close your eyes. This is from Samyutta Nikaya 3, 14-15. Victory breeds enmity. The defeated one sleeps badly. The peaceful one sleeps at ease. Having abandoned both victory and defeat. Let me read that again. So we're talking about, uh, we, we're talking about three different set uh, categories here. Victory breeds enmity. The defeated one sleeps badly. The peaceful one sleeps at ease, having abandoned both victory and defeat. A man will go on plundering so long as it serves his ends. But when others plunder him, The plunderer is plundered. The fool thinks fortune is on his side so long as his evil does not ripen. But when the evil ripens, the fool incurs suffering. The killer brings forth a killer, the conqueror a conqueror, the abuser an abuser, and the reviler a reviler. Thus, by the unfolding of Kama, the plunderer is plundered. This is a good one, right? Victory breeds enmity. We know that. We know that. We see it in the world all the time, right? 
So the option is uh, choosing goodwill, loving kindness, and harmlessness. Those three are our uh, right intention when we follow the Eightfold Path. So why don't we sit together? Just close your eyes, or if they're already closed, you can just begin with your body breathing. Just observe the body breathing. It's no special breath. Let your posture hold you upright. Or you may be on the floor if that helps with your back or other issues you have. You might be in bed. You might be walking. But let your body support you. Let your spine support the body. So lift your spine up. And we can practice loving-kindness. Be aware of the body breathing. And if your posture is correct, you can feel your lungs being able to breathe easily. There's plenty of room. You may think your day ahead is stressful or there's lots going on with the weekend coming up. So, very good way to uh, prepare for a busy day or a busy weekend is to practice loving-kindness. Prepare yourself. Prepare your own mind and then you'll be able to be more present for others, be kinder. But you'll also be eliminating the things in your mind that can cause you to be irritable or um, not able to be not able to be mindful. Too much busyness, too much overthinking, too much, too many defilements arising in our minds. So loving kindness helps us purify this mind. It's a good way to prepare for anything. So let your thoughts first be toward yourself. This isn't selfish. This is the way we practice loving-kindness. First we need to experience this quality for ourselves. 
that allows us to understand the importance of our own peace, our own purified mind, purified of anger and hatred, purified of attitudes that are negative or uh, choosing one, making one choice over another, which could include choosing certain people over others. So begin with yourself, sending just complete acceptance to yourself. Send loving thoughts, kind thoughts to yourself. And we think of these thoughts as blessings. When we send these good thoughts to ourselves and to others, these are blessings. May I be well. May I feel safe. May I be happy and content. May I live in peace, both inward and in my outer world. Feel kindness towards yourself. Feel affection towards yourself. We begin every day accepting ourselves just where we are. Loving ourselves. Accepting ways that we, when we, accepting the times that we failed or felt that we failed accepting the times when we've been disappointed in ourselves. We need always to be able to forgive ourselves. And to move forward. There's always something to learn, something to 
something to live for. Our life is precious. May I be well. May I feel safe in this world. May I be happy. May I be content and at ease. May I be free from worry and fear and anxiety. May I be at peace. Now, if you're practicing on your own, you may want to stay longer with any section of metta practice. And you can do that. It's perfectly okay if you need to spend more time working with yourself. But remember, this entire practice is working, helping us purify our minds, letting go of greed or aversion or delusion. So if you need to focus on one area and spend more time with it, that's always okay. But this whole, the whole entire process of metta, the metta practice, is helping us. Now we move out a little further but still very close to our heart and think of the ones you love. This can include your pets. You might want to think of your family members, your close friends, your noble friends. May all of my loved ones be well and feel safe in the world. May they be content and happy. May they be free from fear and worry and anxiety. And may they be at ease. And may they be at peace.
inward and outward. Now think about the people in your neighborhood or your community. So this could be neighbors on your street or your community may be where you work. And think of all of the people this group will probably include strangers and people who maybe you're very close to, maybe already in your loved ones, but there may be also difficult people in this group. And we can send loving-kindness to all of these people, our strangers, our acquaintances, our difficult people. They're human beings like us. We can begin to see them with different eyes May all these different groups of people that make up my neighborhood, my community, acquaintances, friends, strangers, difficult people, may each one of them be well May each of them feel safe in this world and be free from fear and worry and difficult. May these different types of people in my neighborhood all be content and happy and live at ease.
And may all these people in my neighborhood live in peace with themselves and with others. And now be, just radiate this quality of loving kindness, of goodwill. Radiate it out in all directions. Let it move out, cover the world, move out into the world. And just re- realize we're radiating this quality of metta and goodwill out in an infinite, endless radiation. No limits, no boundaries. Sometimes our worlds become uh, limited. We, We bind ourselves. And this is a very good practice to help open up, see beyond just our own, our own lives, beyond our own limitations. So this is a very important practice. We get very caught up in ourselves, in our own small world. May all beings everywhere, human and non-human, beings invisible to us, creatures, animals, animals that we know exist and animals we cannot even conceive of, beings that are invisible to us, all living beings, in this infinite range, beings be free from suffering and its causes. Free from fear and worry and anxiety. Free from hunger and thirst and the extremes of the weather. 
May all beings live with ease in their lives and may they care for themselves or be cared for lovingly by others. And may all beings live in peace. We can end this metta practice and you can continue on after our time together is finished. But we can end it May all beings be well, happy, and peaceful. May everything that each one of us does and says and thinks today be done for the benefit of all these beings, as well as for our own benefit. We want to think in more of this unbounded way, unlimited way, not always just about ourselves. So thank you. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And remember, if it gets stressful at any time, you can always practice metta. You can just have your favorite phrases that you can have in your head all the time. Bring you peace. Thanks so much. I'll see you on Sunday. Bye.